0: listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good? It's your girl, Janan, right here. On TKO, as you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting, and talk about notable fighters and athletes, and how they all got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So what is happening with y'all out there, man? We are finally at our 120th episode! Yes, I mean, I forgot to pull up my um, soundboard, but I would totally uh, pull up a clapping soundbite for this section of the show, but, um, you know, I still did it, so (laughs) that's all good. I'm so happy to be here today. As always, um, honestly, what a great day to be alive, and um, I know I say this every time, but honestly, today I just feel so good, and I, I actually got nine hours of sleep last night, which is kind of rare for me because ever since school started once again, uh, the summer uh, the summer semester started like two or three weeks ago. I've been on my grinds constantly I've been working I've been going to school I've been going to the gym and it's been a constant grind but sometimes I know I keep telling you guys that you should keep on your grinds and keep on hustling and whatnot but sometimes you just have to know your limit and um, just know that oh if I do this one thing then I know that I'm gonna get sick blah blah blah, or it's gonna break me or whatever it is you just have to know your limits sometimes so what I did was today I know this is kind of bad to advocate, but don't worry. So, today, uh, this morning, I usually go to the gym in the morning, and this morning I slept in. And uh, listen, I'm not trying to advocate for, um, uh, you know, sleeping in or uh, what have you, like laziness. No, not at all. But sometimes I'm telling you, you just have to know your limit because I knew. Last night, if I went to the gym this morning, then I would totally get sick because I've been so sleep deprived for the past few days. And I honestly just knew that I had to sleep in this morning so that I will function well and properly. And uh, honestly, I feel, um, I feel like I'm functioning at an optimal level right now. So um, yeah, thanks to my good night's sleep. Uh, I feel great today. And I hope you guys are feeling great as well. So um, yeah, man, this actually, this is kind of random. This is not really related to our show, But this kind of reminds me of this thing I saw over the internet about (laughs) Steve Harvey uh, talking about how if you want to be successful, you should cut from your good night's sleep. And I totally disagree with that. He was saying that, Rich people don't get sleep and that for some reason if you're broke you all you do throughout the day is sleep and I don't necessarily agree with that and when I watched that um, the other day (laughs) it it, it cracked me up man because it's honestly like that's what some people tell you to, to keep you going and keep you on your hustle but it's not true simply not true. And uh, sometimes like I said, you have to um, know your l- limit and know what what makes you function optimally. And for me personally, because I get so sleep deprived, I, I just can't function anymore and I just have to um, take take at least one day off to get enough sleep so that I can uh, refuel my energy and whatnot. So that's that's the secret of um, happiness for me. Whatever it is for you guys, make sure you know it. Make sure you know yourself. And uh, f- like the most important thing is make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Because sometimes it's so easy to get lost in all the hard work and grind that you're putting in into, into whatever you're doing at the moment. And you just forget about yourself. But please make sure that you take care of yourself um, however you want to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess that's the daily slash weekly. There's some motivation for all of you guys out there. What else, man? Um, this past weekend was crazy in terms of MMA, in terms of boxing. We had <laughs> Deontay Wilder, the WBC Heavyweight Champion of the World, fighting the title challenger, Dominic Brazil. And um, today we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about that fight that happened on Saturday night. We also had another uh, fight happening in the the world of MMA. We had um, Kevin Lee fighting Rafael dos Santos in the welterweight um, weight division. And uh, I, I can't remember if I actually watched that fight like I remember the uh, se- like several scenes from that fight But I think I only stuck to that Dominic Brazil and Deontay Wilder fight because that was the fight that I really want to watch Oh, actually no never mind I actually did watch that fight man Oh I'm so absent-minded today never mind So I watched all of those fights and like I said we might just a little bit reminisce about those fights today on the show What else, man? Um, A lot is actually coming up in a couple of weeks. Not this upcoming weekend, unfortunately. We don't have any... um, none None that I'm aware of, but there's no MMA or boxing fight happening this upcoming weekend. But the weekend after, on June 1st, we're going to be having great fight cards happening once again so i know next week we're going to be kind of busy breaking down the the mma fights that are going to be happening for that upcoming weekend uh so this uh for this show i decided to break up uh the the breakdowns that were supposed to happen for that june 1st um Day because not only do we have MMA happening on June 1st We also have a great boxing uh, Fight happening on June 1st And I decided to break down that Boxing fight today on our, our 120th episode So that we can talk about it in thorough Detail and so that We don't really rush things in our um, Next episode when we're also Breaking down that MMA fight card that I Want to talk about for next week's episode Okay so that's a lot of um, Talking about our breakdowns Um uh, Yes, so the boxing fight that I really want to break down today is I know you guys kind of forgot about it Because we're all busy with this Dominic Brazil and Deontay Wilder fight But the boxing fight that is happening on June 1st Is going to be a great fight Between the current IBF, IBO, WBA And WBO heavyweight champion of the world Anthony Joshua And <laughs> the title challenger Andy Ruiz Jr., okay, from Mexico. So these two guys are going to be fighting each other on June 1st in the United States at Madison Square Garden, okay? So this fight is actually coming up, and uh, I didn't know until that Deontay Walter and Dominic Brazil fight actually ended, and then I remembered, hey, Anthony Joshua is supposed to be fighting on June 1st. So yes... We are going to be breaking down that fight between Anthony Joshua and Ruiz Jr. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with his name. But yes, that is the fight that we're going to be getting into today. What else, man? There's, uh, yeah, there has been a few fight announcements for the UFC. Uh, I'm just going to briefly talk about them. So you might have heard uh, there is a great fight coming up between... Francis Ngannou and um, Junior Dos Santos in the headweight division of the UFC. The fight was supposed to be happening at a pay-per-view card, but they're actually supposed to be headlining a UFC fight night uh, card on ESPN. So, yeah, I just want to put that out there because when I saw this announcement, I was really, really excited because, again, I forgot, totally forgot that 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 fight was actually supposed to happen and it's still happening and um, uh, phenomenally, it's actually happening as a main event of one of the UFC Fight Nights on ESPN. So, that's great. Shout out to both guys. Ooh, what else, man? Yeah, a lot has been announced, but I just... Can't seem to remember <laughs> what exact things because I've been so preoccupied with this um, Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz card. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Let's get right into it. Yes. T-T-K-O. Ooh, okay, guys. So, <laughs> I love this um, show tag because I've been working on it for the past weekend. And I don't know why it occurred to me that I should actually have a show tag. Because shout out to um, some of the podcasts that I listen to. Shout out to... Um, the Joe Button Podcast, because he has his own (laughs) show tag. And I know that if you're a hip-hop fan, you probably know that a lot of producers have their own name tag, like their own producer tag. And I don't know why it just occurred to me I just had a vision that I should (laughs) Create a show tag for TKO And um, yeah, I just did it And here it is So I I hope you guys like it Because when I first created it on GarageBand It was great and I was really excited So this is what we're going to be doing For the remainder of um, TKO's life and existence So yes Now without further ado Let's get started Okay, so now before I get started with the Anthony Josh and Andy Ruiz breakdown. I just want to briefly reminisce about what happened in that fight between Deontay Wilder and Dominic Brazil. So, okay, I was personally really excited for that fight because, like I told you guys in our previous episode, when I was breaking down that fight, I really thought that Dominic Brazil was going to present a lot of challenges to Deontay Wilder. Because if you have actually seen Dominic Brazil and his past um, fights, if you if you've even seen his fight highlights, you would know how strong of a power puncher, okay, he actually really is. So because of that, based on his past history, based on what he has done in his past fights, I actually I I really thought that he was going to be a major challenge to Deontay Wilder in this particular fight. And even coming into this fight, I thought that De- uh, Deontay Wilder. I mean, he looked the same physically, but just just going by the fact that he coming into this fight, especially in the press conferences, he was doing a lot of trash talking. And um, you know, sometimes when you see guys trash talking, you just think, man, he's just doing all the trash talking to to uh, like take our mind away from the potential fact that he might not be ready for this particular fight, right? Because we've seen a lot of guys do a lot of trash-talking, and they don't necessarily live up to it on fight night. So some people, not saying that I was thinking that, but I know a lot of people were were saying that, oh, um, Deontay Wilder is doing a lot more trash-talk than usual for this particular fight, as he was saying that he wouldn't even care if he killed... Dominic Brazil in the ring because it, it would technically be legal and he wouldn't really go to jail for it or something so that's the sort of tra- trash act that he was doing to sort of scare Dominic Brazil and a lot of people were saying that oh he's just saying that because you know he just wants to keep up the talk and um, keep everybody interested in, in him while he might not necessarily present all the great athleticism that we would think he would in the fight but do not be fooled because the the truth was actually the exact opposite. Because it seemed like the trash talk actually worked on Dominic Brazil, and that he really seemed like he was mentally um, demolished before coming into the fight. Because when he came into this fight, I mean, he tried his best. Because when the fight started, he tried to um, attack forward. And uh, he thought that he could really use um, the openings that were presented to him in, uh, in the fight. For as long as the fight actually lasted, he thought that he could really use his openings to go forward and charge towards Deontay Wilder. But unfortunately, uh, when he was doing all those things, um, Deontay Wilder, he was just responding so much faster He had he he was delivering his shots with so much more speed than we're usually used to seeing him, so that was a great thing for Deontay Wilder. So, like I said, Deont excuse me, Dominic Brazil, he was doing his best to just charge forward and throw power shots towards uh, Deontay Wilder, but Deontay Wilder, he was doing the same thing, even slightly better, but at a higher speed. And so, because of that, that sort of um um it, it just um confused dominic Brazil, and so because of that he, sw- he he we could argue that he sort of forgot about his defense and so because of that he just got caught in very bad va- uh, very um bad situations and um i know you guys saw the fight because the fight only lasted one round And unfortunately, he was cornered a lot, and that wasn't really good for him because when when you do get cornered, you don't really have a lot of room to to move around and uh, dodge away from your opponent's shots. So he was just cornered, and Deontay Wilder, man, he's the wrong guy to be messed with, especially in that situation because when you're cornered and Deontay Wilder is throwing all the shots that he has towards you, that is not a pretty situation at all. And unfortunately, that was the case with Dominic Brazil. So he took a lot of shots from Deontay Wilder while he was cornered, and so he, the the impacts of those shots were still being felt by Dominic Brazil. And even when he got away from uh, that ring corner, he was still kind of wobbly. And so Deontay Wilder saw that opening, and so he threw that killer shot, ooh, which was really bad. I think it was a like, cross that he threw. And that took Dominic Brazil straight to the straight to the ground, cold to the canvas, and it was actually really horrific to watch because the way Dominic Brazil dropped down to the canvas, the way his knees buckled, it just—it was really scary to watch because it seemed like he lost his total consciousness. Even though I think his eyes were uh, wide open, but his brain just shot down and. Um even if you <laughs> look at the reaction of the crowd that were sitting at the at the front row you could tell how much um how much surprise was just um, being felt by all the fans who were watching that fight at that moment and like I said it was a horrific knockout and um i know some people actually went on wikipedia on dominic brazil's um wikipedia page and this is not funny but they changed the status of his loss to deontay wilder as uh, being quote unquote murdered and i don't necessarily agree with that but i mean to some fans it honestly just looked like dominic brazil was murdered because that's how bad it looked when he went cold to the canvas. Yeah, it was it was really really bad to be in Dominic Bragil's um situation and in his shoes, but he got back up which was good because it w- it would be really bad for him to just, you know, lie down on the canvas and it would be really concerning. But he got back up, and I hope he's doing okay now because the shot that he absorbed by Deontay Wilder was was a really really nasty one. So I hope he's actually okay, even though he might look okay after getting back up and whatnot. I hope he actually went to the hospital and got his um, um his whole head checked and um, got CT scans and whatnot because I'm I'm really scared for him and I hope he he didn't really um uh, acquire a lot of brain injuries. So yeah, all of our prayers to Dominic Brazil. And it honestly sucked that the fight only lasted one round. Less than a round, actually. So, yeah. I mean, shout out to Deontay Walter, though, because he showed that he's a killer. And that he is not a force to be reckoned with. Especially when we're thinking about some of the potential matchups that are going to be happening for Deontay Wilder. Because I feel like a lot of people were actually starting to underestimate Deontay Wilder as a world champion, as a heavyweight world champion, when he, uh, he when he was fighting Tyson Fury back in December, and the fight actually went to a draw. And a lot of a lot of people were arguing that Tyson Fury should have won that fight against Deontay Wilder, and that Deontay Wilder didn't really even deserve that draw. So it was actually a big moment for Deontay Wilder when he won against um, Dominic Brazil because once again he he made that comeback and he showed he proved to everybody that hey you know I'm here. I'm I'm actually a very powerful knockout artist. I deserve to be the WBC champ- champion of the world. So please do not underestimate me. He d- he proved all of that to us on Saturday night, and um, it was it, this this win for Deontay Wilder. It was necessary for the for the ma- maintenance of his um, professional career, for his fame and. Everything. So this win was absolutely necessary for Deontay Walter, and he got it. But if Dominic Brazil actually won this, if he would have won this fight, it would have changed his whole life. And I think he could have... Potentially presented some challenges to Deontay Walder given that he was more mindful of the 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 early attacks that were going to be coming towards him by Deontay Walder in the beginning of the fight and if he would have worked more on his defense and if he I mean it's it's hard to say all these things after the fight actually has taken place and I know like we're not in the ring with them and uh, a lot of things could have gone down with the fighters but I'm just saying as as someone who was watching the fight from the outside I'm just suggesting that if if Dominic Brazil um uh, sort of used his um his range a bit more and stayed out of Deontay Wilder's um uh, range and 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 just stayed away from him for the for the first few rounds and things might have been a bit different but again we don't know because the fight has already taken place and everything has gone down and the decisions have already been made but yeah I just wish the fight lasted a bit longer because um, that the knockout that Dominic Brazil actually uh, got it doesn't really define him as a boxer because Dominic Brazil he's a great boxer he's a former Olympian and I just wish he could demonstrate his athleticism and great boxing skills a bit more. Um, Yeah, that's just all I'm thinking. But again, shout out to both guys. Shout out to Dominic Brazil for showing so much heart. And shout out to Deontay Wilder for proving to everybody that, yes, he does deserve to be the WBC champion of the world. So, okay, keep that fight in mind because what I'm about to talk about next is sort of related to this because... Like I said, on June 1st, we are going to be having another heavyweight champion of the world defend all of his titles against a top um, contender in the heavyweight division. Like I said, Anthony Joshua, the current WBC, excuse me, not WBC, yet, the current WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO heavyweight champion of the world. He's going to be defending all of his titles against Andy Ruiz Jr. in Madison Square Garden in New York City. So this fight... I think okay, so I briefly mentioned this in our previous episode, I believe, in that there's just something about Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, and um, I feel like one way or another, they're finally going to be fighting off against one another sometime in the future. Even though the fight was their fight was supposed to be happening sometime in March, but it didn't happen. But it is written in their destiny And I'm not trying to sound like Thanos from the Avengers Endgame But you know what I mean, it is written in their destiny to fight each other, like how Tyson, excuse me, not Tyson Fury, Mike Tyson and Avenger Holyfield. It was written in their destiny that they're supposed to be that they were supposed to fight each other for so many times. And it actually went down in history. So I feel like this matchup against Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder is also one of those historic matchups that is going to go down in the history of boxing and it's going to be something that uh, that is going to be rem- remembered forever for as long as boxing is around so uh yeah they're just this um Attraction force of attraction like universe is trying to connect these two guys and so we already saw what happened with Deontay and his fight for uh, the His fights over the past weekend and so now we're going to see what's going to happen with Anthony Joshua and um, His uh, fight against Andy Ruiz and how things are going to go down and whether or not We are finally going to see the dream matchup between Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder So now let's uh, briefly break down this fight between Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr. Because it's a very interesting fight. Now I'm just going to give you guys a brief background about this bout that was supposed to be happening between Anthony Joshua and a opponent. Okay, because Andy Ruiz is actually a replacement for someone else who was supposed to be fighting Anthony Joshua. And I'm sure you guys remember who I'm talking about because... Big Baby Miller, Jarrell Big Baby Miller, um, who was also a um, top contender in the heavyweight division in boxing, he was supposed to be fighting Anthony Joshua. And they all, (laughs) they had this big press conference and they were trash-ducking and whatnot. And yes, the fight was actually supposed to happen until... Big Baby Miller was refused to be given a official boxing license to fight in the state of New York because he had popped for banned substances. Yes, yeah, so now there's a replacement opponent and that person is the one and only Andy Ruiz Jr. from Mexico. And this does not make things any easier for Anthony Joshua, especially if you know how great of a... Knockout artist Andy Ruiz is I personally didn't Wasn't really familiar with Andy Ruiz But when I went back and watched some of his Fight highlights man he's a dangerous Guy and he should not be underestimated At all so um this fight in this fight i'm just gonna give you guys some um stats about each guy's records so anthony joshua obviously he is currently undefeated he has had 22 wins okay 21 of them being knockouts okay and no losses obviously and no draws and andy ruiz jr he's had excuse me 32 wins 21 knockouts and only one loss and the only one loss that he has had has been to joseph parker who is actually a guy that has fought anthony joshua and anthony joshua has defeated now i'm sorry if this is kind of getting confusing and i'm just throwing out a lot of names but i just want to give you guys an idea of how these guys are sort of related Although, this is the first time that they're uh, going to be fighting off against one another, but they've had some um, mutual opponents and whatnot. And maybe that will actually tell you something about how this fight is going to potentially go down. So, the fact that uh, Joseph Parker defeated Andy Ruiz Jr. in that one loss of his um, career, okay... So Andy Ruiz lost that fight through majority decision, meaning that if Andy Ruiz, OK, like I'm trying to put put all of these guys out there so that we can do the logic in our minds. So if Andy Ruiz lost to Joseph Parker through majority decision and if Joseph Parker lost to Anthony Joshua through decision, then it would make sense for Andy Ruiz Jr. to win this fight. Through a potential knockout. Actually that is the only possible way. That he could potentially win against Anthony Joshua. Okay. And I know it's not only about logic. When it comes to fighting. Like real life fighting. Because a lot of factors can affect the fighters. Ability to fight on fight nights and whatnot. We all know this. But just talking about the logic. That is presented behind all of these um, past fights and the current fights and the mutual opponents like I talked about earlier, this is the way that I would suggest that Andy Ruiz can potentially win this fight against Anthony Joshua. And for Joshua, he could do anything because uh, we've seen Andy Ruiz Jr. show show weaknesses when the fight has gone the full distance and if Anthony Joshua is able to keep up the volume of shots that he's going to throw um in this fight against andy ruiz then he could potentially win this fight again um against um andy ruiz and um, yes andy ruiz himself has said that he, he he like his only weakness might be his speed so yes he does throw a lot of power shots but he's not necessarily the the speediest Um, A fighter in in the division So maybe that is his uh, Weakness and why he Actually lost that one loss in his Professional career to Joseph Parker So if he wants to avoid that Potential decision loss then he needs to uh, Pick up his speed and uh, Throw the same power shots but at a Higher um, speed rate and if he does that, then uh, we're potentially going to see Anthony Joshua be uh, majorly challenged by um, Andy Ruiz and the and the fight style that he's going to bring into this per- uh, particular bout. So overall, I'm really excited for this fight that is happening on June 1st. Um, this is, I think, this is the first time that Anthony Joshua is supposed to be fighting after so many months and even a year. I believe he's been gone for so long and. He's here, finally, um, getting another fight in his record, and I'm really curious to see if he wins this fight, then obviously the next one that we're supposed to see is, but hopefully, hopefully, I cross my fingers, is going to be between him, Anthony Joshua, and Deontay Wilder, and if Andy Ruiz wins this fight, man, then things are going to change forever for both Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz, so... All in all, I'm so excited for this fight. Make sure you guys watch this fight on June 1st. Not this weekend, but June 1st. And man, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Oh no. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Oh man, okay, you guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you already know, you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.